Hallelujah. Say it out loud. He knows how. And he's well able. And he is faithful. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. You can be seated. Just don't sit down on the inside. Sit down on the outside, but don't, don't sit down in your spirit. Stay standing up. Remember, you're glad because demons are scared of you. Do you remember that? You are glad because demons are scared. I just like saying that. I just, it makes me feel good. Do you know this is unusual in Christendom? I'm going to give you a revelation. Most people, 90 plus percent of the world are not like us. They don't think like us. They don't believe like us. They don't live like us. We're doing what we can about that. Amen. We're God's using us to get more folk in. But most, you know, you, you go to church. You're around Christians a lot. You're around Christian friends. Christian, you might get to thinking, well, hey, you know, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people believe like, no, no. By far, the vast, vast majority of people do not think like us. They don't live like us. They don't believe like us. And the sad thing is so many Christians don't think like us. There are many, 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 many Christians that are scared of the devil. They're scared of him. They think it's blasphemy for us to stand up and sing that he's scared of us. They say, oh, I wouldn't say that. Oh, you get to singing about the devil scared of me and he might hear that. And uh, you'd antagonize him. You start something. Listen, something's already started. Start something. What you going to do? You going to make a deal with him? What are you going to say? Now, now, look, Mr. Devil, I'll be quiet and I won't talk about you and I won't sing under my feet and demons are fried. You leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. OK, he'll say, OK. And you turn your back and walk away. He's going to nail you because he's a liar. So you might as well just get in his face. Amen. I mean, spit on him when you say it. (laughs) Say it with gusto. Demons and all the power of the enemy is under my feet. I have been raised up together with Christ. I have been made to sit down together with Christ. Is it true, friend? We don't walk by sight. We don't walk by flesh feeling. We walk by faith. Hallelujah. Yeah, Satan's the god of this world. He's influencing and causing problems down here. But we're not of this world. We're of another kingdom. Our citizenship is of heaven. Hallelujah. And we've got rights as the citizens of heaven. Can you say amen? Amen. Rights. And those rights include, thank God, power over the enemy. Power to speak a word in the name of Jesus. Power to rule and reign as a king in this life. Did you get that phrase now? In this life. That's what Romans says. Rule and reign in life. In life. You don't have to wait till the sweet by and by. I says, one of these days, 
I'll reign. Well, yeah, you will, but there won't be any devils to stomp on in. Think about it. Loins girt with truth. Breastplate of righteousness on. Amen. Shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Got your helmet of salvation on. Got the shield of faith. Got the sword of the spirit. All dressed up. For what? I just wish there wasn't no demons down here and there wasn't no problems. Hey, he left them down here for you to practice on. Left them down here. Yeah, because you're in training. Earth is faith camp. It's short. It's not going to last long. Earth is faith camp. And you and I are in training. Amen. Kings and priests to rule and reign in the eternal kingdom. Hallelujah. So he left us some demons to practice on. He left us some problems in the life to overcome. You can't be an overcomer unless you come over something. Got to be something to come over. If it was always smooth and nothing in your path, you couldn't come over nothing. You couldn't be an overcomer. And all those wonder, you ever read all those wonderful promises to the overcomers? Him that overcomes in Revelation? You couldn't get none of that. Because there wouldn't be anything to overcome. I'm an overcomer. That means I come over stuff. If it comes into my way, look out. I'm going to come over it. Is that right? We don't go under. We come over. Amen. Yeah, but it's just so hard, Brother Keith. It's just so big. It's, it's just it's too hard. It's, listen, it cannot be. It cannot be that a trial occurs in your life that is too big. Cannot be. The Word of God says so. 1 Corinthians 10.13 There's no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. No special thing happening to you. People sometimes say, well, I need special ministry. I got a special... No, your problem's just common. In fact, other folk have dealt with it and, and have more faith in you about it. Not as big a wimps. They don't cry as much. They just overcome. Some have acted worse. Some have acted better. But. No temptation taken you, but such as is common to man, but God is faithful. Oh, I like that. Oh, God is faithful about what? What? He will not suffer. Now, He will not allow you to be tested or tempted above that you're able, but will with the temptation make a way of escape. Hallelujah! That you might be able to bear it. Somebody said, that, that, that means God won't put more on you than you can stand. Didn't say that. Didn't say that. What it said is God will not allow a problem, a test, a trial in your life that you can't whip. He will not allow a situation in your life that He has not already given you the grace, given you the plan, got you ready for you to whip it. The fight is fixed. All you got to do is answer the bell. If you will just keep answering the bell, you win. Got to. Why? It's because the, the, uh, uh, who won has already been published. Thanks be unto God who always causes me to triumph or win. Always, every time, every time, every 
time. Hallelujah. So if there is a situation in your life, a problem, a test, a trial, a challenge, you know this. It wouldn't be there if you couldn't win. Because if it really was too big, God wouldn't have allowed it. Is that, is that what the scripture said? He will not suffer you to be tempted, tested above that which you're able. So if you look up in the ring and there's an opponent there, you know you can whip him or he wouldn't be in the ring. You know it. Makes you feel good inside. You know you can whip him. What you got to do, you can't quit. Even if you get knocked down, you're not knocked out. Get up. Wipe off, you know. Go on. Even if it lasts long, I know you wanted to knock him out in the first round, but if it goes ten rounds, just keep getting up and you will win. You will win. You will win. One of the greatest weapons that you and I have as children of God in this kingdom, in these situations, is the mighty name of Jesus. Can you hear the Spirit of God talking to us about this? He said it to us last night. Songs have been sung about it. Is the Holy? This is not just what people are saying. The Holy Ghost is saying to us, the name, the name, the name. Why? Just so we know about the name? No. Are you using the name? Are you using the name? Are you using it properly? Are you getting results would be a question. If you're not, you're not using it or you're not using it properly. Turn with me to two openings real quickly. Mark the 11th chapter and Luke chapter 4. Mark 11. Anybody got any scriptures marked in Mark 11? I want to share a new one with you tonight. Might be new to somebody. Mark 11. Mark 11, are you there? If you didn't bring a Bible with you, smile at your neighbor and look on with them. Verse 22. Jesus answered to them and said, have faith in God. Now the situation you know is how that they had walked out to go to Jerusalem. And Jesus in the morning time, he came to a fig tree. He saw it afar off in the distance and thought maybe it had something to eat on it. He got to it. It did not. If you read uh, Bible encyclopedias about the tree, it, 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 it had a show of fruitfulness. It had leaves and, and it should have had something going on, even a little green bud or something. But it had a show of fruitfulness, but no fruit. It's a hypocrite tree. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, oh, the Lord don't like hypocrisy. If you don't have any fruit, don't advertise it. Don't act like you do. Talking about the tree. But the tree, the leaves, and and it's looking like, I got fruit. Hey, I got fruit. He gets over there. No fruit. Hypocrite tree. He said, no man eat fruit of you hereafter forever. He didn't pray. Hmm? He didn't take time to get on his knees. He just spoke to it. But as they walked away, as far from all external appearances, nothing had changed that you could see. The earth didn't shake. Lightning didn't fall. Nothing dramatic, nothing spectacular. I think a lot of people uh, in their faith walk have over-spectacularized things. Now realizing that when you walk by faith, that means you may not see anything. And what you see may be totally contradicting what you're believing, but that's what walking by faith is all about. Right? The ground does not have to shake. The wind does not have to blow. We don't have to see any change 
to be happy. We do not have to have a better doctor's report before we get happy. Three people heard that. I don't know what the people, you know, I had the privilege of working in healing school for uh, some 13 years. And Brother Hagin's ministry. And I don't know how many times people said, you know, brother, I'm going in tomorrow and, and they're doing some tests on me. Agree with me that the report will be good. That's not the way to go. Why, why do people focus on that? Agree with me that the report will be good. Well, now, that's something in this natural realm. All kind of things could happen with that report. They could do a bad test. They could get your report mixed up with somebody else. I mean, there's all kind of stuff could happen with that report. How many know God can do a miracle in between the time they take the test and you get the results? So then you're reading about old, wrong information. I'm not saying you shouldn't get tests. I'm just saying... Why put your faith in any instrument of man? Huh? That people tell me, you know, well, you know, pray with me, believe with me that I'll get a good report. I said, well, <clears throat> our faith is not based in the report. Because that's a, that is a roundabout way of walking by sight. That's saying, you know, come on, let's keep our fingers crossed. Y'all keep calling the hotlines. And then when we get this good, you know, paperwork, then Hallelujah. Any sinner can do that. Absolutely no faith involved in that. Did you hear me? Oh, but when you feel worse than you ever felt, when it looks worse than it's ever looked, and yet you get the word of God in your heart and you just know that you know he took my infirmities, he bore my sicknesses, he carried my pains, by stripes I'm healed, it's real. I got it. I take it right now. I believe I receive it. Well, then you got your report. I said, you got your report. You are not going to get any better report than that. That I will not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord God. It's going to be well with me, and I'm going to do the whole plan of God. I am the healed. You're not going to get a better report than that. Why ask? Why look? Knowing this, that if you take your stand on the eternal, unchanging report, other reports eventually have to agree. But we don't shout when we get man's report. We, we already shout because we got God's report. The, the report. When are you going to get happy that your needs are met? When, when are you going to be glad that your bills are paid? When, when are you going to be relieved? Hmm? See, as long as you're tense, as long as you're still worried, as long as you're still scared, you are not in faith. I know you've been making good confessions, but faith is more than saying something. You've got to believe it. Believe it. And when you believe it, it causes you to relax. Even while you're still hurting. Even while the creditor's still calling. It does something. Inside you, you know, even though it looks bleaker than it ever has, you just know, we got it. We got it. And you go ahead and shout while the walls are still up. You just shout while it looks no different. Those are the people that get the miracles. Hallelujah. It's not so hard. Just got to do it. Jesus spoke to this fig tree. No ground shaking. No earthquake. No strong wind. No lightning. Nothing. Nothing. Except them thinking it was strange. 
What's the master doing? He's talking to that tree. What's he talking to the tree for? I don't know. You know, he does stuff like that. Because no, nothing happened that you could see. Nothing happened that you could see. They left. Some hours later, they come back by the tree. Jesus did not stop and inspect it. He didn't stop and dig around the roots. He didn't look under the leaves. Why? Why, would you, why, why do people do that, those kind of things? To see if it's working. Well, when are you going to believe it's working? You know what Jesus did? He walked right by that tree. Walked right by it. Peter said, hey, 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 man, look at the tree. The other guys gather around and go, look, man, no tree dies that quick. Look at this, Jesus, look at here. And he went and go, wow, it worked. No, he took the opportunity. I said he took the opportunity to tell them how this applied to them. He didn't say, yeah, you know, I'm the son of God. I can do that. Comes with being deity. Sorry, boys. I mean, we laugh, but do you understand that much of the church world believes that? They believe right now, tonight. They believe, well, hey, you know, yeah, Jesus, uh, he, he walked on the water. He's God. He, uh, you know, he cast out devils. He turned water into wine, but he's God. Sure, he could speak to trees and stuff and, and, and obey him because why? He, he's the creator. But they, they failed to understand that when Jesus, Philippians 2 says, became man, he emptied himself, one translation said. He laid aside his mighty weight and power and glory and became like other men. That's why Acts 10.38 says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. How many understand when you're omnipotent, you don't need to be anointed? Huh? No, Jesus, though he was God from the beginning, though he is and always will be, he laid aside his omniscience as God, his omnipotence as God, and he became just like you and I. He was tempted in all points like as we are, yet without sin, he, he operated with no unfair advantage over us. That's why he said, he that believes on me, the works that I do, he'll do also. And greater works than How could we do it if he did it as God? We couldn't. But if he did it as a man, anointed with the Holy Ghost, and he'd anoint us with the same Spirit, then we can see it. We can do it. We can do it. And God created man and made him not as some worm or some pawn, but a, a being in his own likeness and image to rule and to reign over the works of his hands. Is that right? To walk like God. How does God walk? He believes and conceives a thing. He says it. It happens. He operates in the faith principle and the authority principle. And that's what God intended for man all along. For Adam and Eve to rule in the garden. For their descendants to rule. To reign. Like him. Over the domain he's given them. But they bowed their knee to the enemy because the enemy wanted that authority. He, he wanted to rule. He wanted to reign. He's an outlaw. And that's what he's been doing. He's been ruling and reigning in the world system, but not rightfully. And not for too much longer. 
Oh, but when Jesus, you know, that, there were some, some things that people got a hold of here and there in the old covenant. I mean, there was a time Joshua stood and said, son, stand still. And it did. Astrologers are still trying to figure that out. Astronomers, I should say. And people would, you see some uh, setting aside of natural law and, and, and some outstanding things happen. But for the most part, sin reigned. And people just walked as the beasts almost. And, and they were subject to the elements. And they were subject to the desire of sin. But when Jesus came on the scene. Hallelujah. He showed how man's supposed to walk. Amen. As far as Jesus being our substitute, being our sacrifice, he is in a category by himself. Sinless, spotless, no earthly father. But as far as his ministry, he is our example that he has called and commanded every one of us to follow. Amen. The Bible says, 1 John 2, 6 says, He that saith he abides in him ought himself also so to walk even as he walked. Can we walk like Jesus? We're commanded to. So never do your point and go, yeah, but that's Jesus, you know. He could do that. He did it as a man. Amen. And when he arose from the dead, triumphant over death, hell and the grave, he said, all authority in heaven and earth is given to me. And he didn't stay and operate. He gave it to the church. Hallelujah. So you go into all the world and preach the gospel. You cast out devils. You lay hands. How could you do it? Because you're authorized. Because you're empowered. Hallelujah. You have authority. Peter and other guys are jumping up and down about this tree. Jesus didn't go over there and go, wow, that was something, wasn't it? That was quick. No, he said, listen, fellas, go to Matthew 21 real quickly. Same account, just Matthew's account of it. Matthew 21, Jesus said this to them. 21, 21. Verse 20 said, the disciples saw it, they marveled. And they said, how soon is the fig tree withered away? They said, man, that just is, that's supernatural. That thing was green, looked good just a few hours ago, and look at it. It's withered up, it's shriveled up. Can faith. And the power, well, just stop there. Can faith affect physical things? Like a tree? Can it? Now, you know, we, we, we've heard these things for a long time. We kind of take it for granted. But there's people think we're really strange to believe that a prayer or a word of faith would change a material object. But that's supposed to be our way of life. That's supposed to be just as natural to us as waking up in the morning. And I, this is why we know it. Jesus did not say, yeah, boys, I'm the son of God. I can do that. What did he say? Jesus said, verily I say to you. Now, when Jesus says verily, that means you can write it down. You can put it in the bank. This is the way it is. If you have faith and doubt not... You, everybody say you. You. Now see, he wasn't talking about him. He wasn't talking about the tree. Immediately he starts talking about you. They're standing going, whew, wow, this is something. He talked about the tree, things dried up. 
Whew, glory. Let me give you a little piece of advice. As long as you're marveling at something, you are not close to doing it. When you're looking at it going, oh, wow, man. No, you got to look at it and go, it can happen. God can do that. And I can do that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you start talking like that, it makes the devil mad. He'll stir up everybody that don't understand. They'll be mad. They won't like it. But you're in good company. That's the way they were with Jesus. That's the way they were with the Apostle Paul. They think that we're full of ego and pride and think we're something. Well, we are the children of God. And we are to rule and reign in this life. Not be run over, not be ruled over by demons or disease or the curse. We're not supposed to be under that. We're supposed to be over that. Aren't we? Jesus said, verily I say to you. Everybody say you. You. If you, say you, you. If you have faith and doubt not, what's the next word? You shall not only do this. Whoa, 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 whoa. What did he just say? What did he just say? Is he saying they could do that? Huh? Did he say that? Is the Bible God talking to us? Are we also his disciples? Do we also have the name of Jesus? Do we have the same Holy Ghost? Is he talking to us? You. Jesus didn't want them to just be impressed with him. Though they were, and we all should be, he's, he's wanting to get across to them. You see that? Yeah, wow. If you had faith, you could do it. Not only could you do that. See that mountain? You should not only do this. Oh, are y'all getting this or not? I'm about to get happy myself. You should not only do this. Oh, I'm telling you, this makes the devil so mad. He can't stand it for century after century. He has lied to the organized, the religious church that, oh, don't you watch it, watch it, watch it. Watch yourself now. You just an old sinner saved by grace. It'd just be amazing if you make it in the gate. That's Jesus, the Son of God. You presume, you dare to think, you can do what He did. You think you're God? He wasn't operating as God. He wasn't operating as God. He was operating as our example in ministry. Amen? Did He or did He not look at Him and say... You can do this. And not only can you do this, but look at that mountain. They all looked up and went, they're looking at a mountain. Yeah? You could say to this mountain, mountain, be ripped up, be removed, and throw yourself in the sea. And if you didn't doubt... But believe that what you said had come to pass, you would have exactly what you, see that you, you, what you said. 
Do you think Jesus is exaggerating? Do you think he's really stretching and really just making a big deal? He is telling them, he wants them to realize you can do this. Oh, glory to God. You can do this. I'm not Jesus, Brother King. I'm not either. I'm not God. He wasn't operating as God. He didn't do that as God. He did it as a man anointed with the Holy Ghost. And he told them, you can do it too. You can do it too. You can do it too. Somebody said, that work on a real tree? Yes. Work on a real mountain? Yes. But our big issue is not moving real estate. Usually. A lot of times mountains are just okay where they are. Could be a case where they need to be moved, but. <clears throat> I said, well, I believe I'll try that. Hey, you've got plenty of stuff to use your faith on without trying something to try to prove anything. But the mountain represents big problems, big obstacles. Things that are big and things that have been there maybe a long time and looks like ain't no way they're going anywhere. They were there in great-grandpa's day and they'll be there in your great-grandson's day. But no, they can move. And there is a force in the earth mightier than the force of the oceans, mightier than the strength of the mountains. It is the force that made the mountains, the force that made the oceans. It is the force of the faith of God. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I've had people say, well, you're just a Haganite. That don't bother me. I'm in good company. You're just a Haganite. Y'all believe that? You know, you confess it, possess it, stuff that name it, frame it, blab it, grab it, you know, stuff. Well, now hold up, you know, hold up. Who said this? Who, who are we reading? Up? Who said this? Who said, if you will say, and not doubt in your heart, but believe that what you say will come to pass, you will have what you say. Who said that? Jesus. Well, I guess that makes us Jesusites. Because that was in here a long time before Brother Hagin even found out about it. Wasn't it? Jesus said it, standing out there by a fig tree with his disciples, who in and on and gone. He said it, and he had it recorded. The Bible says, if everything Jesus said and did was recorded, the world itself wouldn't contain the books. It should be written. The things we do have were handpicked by the Holy Ghost because they belong to us forever. Because God wanted to say them to us forever. What did He want to say? He said, "You can do this." Oh, glory. Are you hearing this? You can do this. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do this. You can do this. I can do what? I can rule in my life. Now, you don't necessarily have dominion on everybody else's life, but you've got dominion in your life. And you can rule and reign over your body and over your mind. And over your finances and in your home and anything that's in your way, you can say, Hop, whoa, hey, get out my way. 
Now I want you to notice this is not prayer. Thank God for prayer. We believe in prayer. Prayer has a big place. This is not prayer. Everybody clear on that? This scripture did not say, whoever will pray, oh God, move this mountain. And plead continuously, oh please, make it go. And whoever pleadeth, eventually shall see it go. Please, God, this mountain is holding up things. This thing is a blocking some things in my life. God, you're big. Get this mountain. Make the mountain go away. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The Lord did not say whoever so, who, whosoever shall pray and beg God to move the mountain. That God will do it. No, no. This is not prayer. Jesus did not address the Father. He did not stop and speak to the Father at all. He spoke to the tree. He didn't tell them anything about addressing the Father or asking. Nothing about prayer. This is not prayer. This is authority. Amen? This is you believing you have authority and are right in the name of Jesus. Believing the Holy Ghost and the angels of God will back you up when you say the word in Jesus' name. Amen? And you're acting on it, expecting it to happen. See, that's the thing. That's where people, you know, even if some folk do it, they just do it kind of as a, you know, hocus pocus, abracadabra, and in the name of Jesus, maybe one of them will work. No, no, no. It doesn't work just by mere audible sound of it coming out of your voice. You must believe that what you say will happen when you say it. Amen? What if I say it and it doesn't happen? When Jesus said it, from all appearances, it didn't look like it happened. Right? What did he do? He walked away. I said he walked away. We better see, send some people out there and test that tree and see if it's anything. No, no need to. Tree's dead. That tree will never bear any fruit again. That's a dead tree. Sure looks green to me. Dead tree. I told you. Dead tree. Can you do that? Go to Luke. Are you holding your place there? And get ready. I said get ready. I said get ready for what? For a little ruling and reigning. A little ruling and reigning right here tonight. Tonight. Some ruling and reigning here tonight. Hallelujah. Makes me want to get a song. Ruling and reigning. Tonight. Glory. Mm, mm, mm. Boy, I get happier about the Bible than anything. Luke 4. Are you there? Verse 38. Let's back up a little bit. Back up a little bit. Verse 35. Jesus rebuked a a devil. Two main things he said. Shut up. Come out. Let me go over that real slow one more time. How do I deal with devils? Tell them to shut up. Help me now. Do what? Number one. Shut up. Number two. Then what happens? They come out. But what if they don't? You're doubting. The Lord said they'll come out. So what's got to happen? They got to come out. But what if they don't want to? They still got to come out. Shut up. Come out. Verse 36. They were all amazed. They spoke among themselves. Verse 36. 
excuse me, 36. And they said, what a word is this? For with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits and they come out. They obey. See, what was, uh, this is not the only time. Verse 32, they had already said this. Skip back. Verse 32, they were astonished at his doctrine for his word was with power. That's the word authority. And it kept saying, he didn't speak like the scribes and priests. Because they'd come and say, well, Rabbi so-and-so said years ago, and his commentary here, and whatever is the will of God, and we must just leave it in his hands. And Jesus stood up and said, you devil, shut up, out. <laughs> you body, be healed. And they thought, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ain't nobody talks like that. But Jesus is not doing this as God. He is showing how man was supposed to be living all the time. Hallelujah. When storms rose up, he said, peace, be still. Yeah, but that's the Lord. Are you saying you could calm a storm? We're supposed to be able to calm storms. Supposed to be. It's supposed to be normal for us. He spoke to trees. He spoke to the wind. He spoke to the waves. He ruled and reigned in the dominion where he was. And with what was going on with him, the devil didn't rule. Nature didn't rule. Devils didn't rule. Disease didn't rule. He did. Didn't he? He didn't do it as God. Did he tell him you can do this? Did he? Did he tell us you can do this? The works that I do, if you believe on me, believe on my name, you'll do them too. Did he say it? In my name, you'll cast out devils. My name. You'll lay hands on the sick. They will recover. That means the sickness has to go. You must have some authority there somewhere. This is not wishful thinking. This is not just dreaming. This is not just having some church tonight. This is real. You can believe this strong enough in your heart and start changing things in your life. Start changing. You won't even have to pray. About this, you won't have to fast for three days. You'll just stand up and say, now stop that. Stop. I want that stopped in my life now. So you got a lot of Christians that, that thank God for prayer now, but a lot of Christians are praying and begging and praying and begging and fasting and praying and begging, and it's never going to work. They're trying to get God to do what He told us to do. You cannot get God to do what He told you to do. It's not going to work. There's a time to pray. But there's a time when it's not a time to pray. It's a time to say. Jesus is our example. Who are we following? Who are we supposed to live like? Who are we supposed to pray like? Who are we supposed to minister like? There is no better example. There's no other example. It's Jesus. How did he do? What would he do? That's what you should do. Act just like him. Well, you're just trying to act like Jesus. Yes. What are you doing? (laughs) Who are you trying to act like? That's the idea. That's what's supposed to be going on. They were amazed. Fame went, uh, verse 37, the fame of him went out into every place of the country round about. And he arose out of the synagogue. And he entered into Simon's house. And Simon's wife's mother was taken with a great fever. You know, Dr. Luke's doctor. He mentions that it was not just a little few degrees temperature. This is a serious situation. And they besought him for her. Read carefully now, verse 39. Jesus, 
He stood over her. And he didn't pray. I said he didn't pray. It's all right to pray for the sick, but he, you, you, if you study the ministry of Jesus, you'll find a lot of times he didn't pray for them. A lot of times he didn't. But what he did do is he spoke to the problem. How many understand God is not the author of cancer and tumors? We don't have to beg God about the tumor. He didn't put the tumor there. He's no, the tumor didn't come from him. This is a plant my heavenly father has not planted. Huh? And he didn't say beg me to do something about it. He said, you do something about it. That's when you got to rear back and go, cancer, I'm going to kill you right now. I'm going to kill you right, kill you dead right. Die in the name of Jesus. What makes it work? Simple. Expecting it to happen. Well, I'm going to try it and see what. No, no. I'll just keep saying it and see. No, no. Simple. Expect it to happen. Expect it to happen when you do it. Now, faith comes by hearing. And I used to working in healing school. I'd lay hands on people at least, you know, once a week. And sometimes before laying on of hands, I'd get in the, in, in the speaker's room. I'd sit there. And sometimes for 45 minutes at a time, 30 minutes at a time, a lot of times, I'd just sit there and say, the Spirit of the Lord is on me because He's anointed me. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because He's anointed me and He's given me power and authority over all unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every sickness and every disease. And now you, you sit there and say that for 30 minutes. Then by the time you get up to the healing line and somebody says, I got cancer, you go, I kill cancers. I kill cancers. <laughs> I got power. And really, the more you say it, you begin to believe it. It gets strong in you. I mean, you, you just get sassy about it. You can't live in front of me, can't you? You can't die! And expect it to die, and just like the fig tree, it will die. So I said, how you know? I have killed many cancers. Many. Many. Many of them. And I'll kill many more. I have killed growths. I've killed a lot of growths. I kill them. <laughs> you can too. Look at your neighbor and say, you can do this. <laughs> Jesus said so. Jesus said it. Jesus said it. You can do this. Now listen. Jesus is standing over Peter's mother-in-law. Simon's wife's mother. She's taken a great fever. He stood over her. And he rebuked. The fever. He didn't pray. He didn't talk to Peter. Didn't talk to Peter's mother-in-law. He's not talking to God. He's not talking to Peter. He's not talking to Peter's mother-in-law. Who's he talking to? Come on. Is everybody with me now? Or am I just talking? Who did he talk to? I remember reading that one day and I thought, Jesus is talking to a fever. A fever. Have you ever talked to a fever? Hmm? A lot of Christians had. They just measure it. <laughs> they just measure it and then they confirm it. <laughs> Man, it's 101. <laughs> you got a fever. I'm talking about meeting goers, tape players, dancers in church. 
Clueless. When it comes to dealing with things. Man, that's going up 102. You got a fever. 102. Why do you want to decree that over your kid? I'm your parent. I have authority over your body. Little, little children, parents have authority over their bodies. You can, you can receive a healing for them just like it's your own body. Little ones, now when they get old enough, so they have to stand on their own. But why would you want to stand there and decree? You have fever. 102 is on you. And see, people, you know, they think, well, oh, well, you know, well, 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 hey, admit it. Just admit it. You've done it. About all you can plead is ignorant. But guilty, for sure. You don't just pull the bills out and go, oh, my Lord. Bills. Man, look how much money we owe. We owe money. What you don't realize is you're sitting on the throne in your spiritual domain go, we owe money. I decree that we owe money. Money is owed by me. This is my kingly decree. People don't realize it, but they're decreeing stuff all the time. Thank God Jesus didn't stand over Peter's mother-in-law and go, man, she's burning up. What y'all going to do for this? Y'all better get this woman to the doctor. This is a serious fever here. Man, she's got fever. How'd you like Jesus standing over you decreeing, you have fever? Oh, what you going to do with that? Somebody said, well, that's just the way it is. I'm just stating facts. I'm just, the, that's the way it is. This whole realm is temporal. Changeable and subject to change. If you went from feeling good to feeling bad, you can go from feeling bad to feeling good. It's all changeable. But this word is not changeable. Hallelujah. Jesus stood over her. What did he do? Come on, tell me. What did he do? He looked at her. The woman's laying there burning up with fever. They have mopped her brow. They've given her chicken soup. They've massaged her shoulders. They've done everything. And Jesus came to the house. And they said, Jesus, Jesus, could you step in here? Could you step in here? He stepped in and said, Mama's been sick. Boy, she's really sick. Look, you know, well, she's burning up. Jesus did not hesitate. He did not say, well, we need to fast. (laughs) Call the church. (laughs) Call the church and let's get prayer going. Now, thank God for prayer. But every one of us need to know how without a moment's delay, not having to call anybody to come because sometimes they may not be able to come and just jump right on it. And he said he rebuked. You know what a rebuke is? It's not a compliment. It's not a request. It's not a suggestion. Tell me what a rebuke is. A rebuke is about as strong as you can say it. He rebuked the fever. 
What do you do with fevers? That's slow, guys. That's real slow. You should say, rebuke them. What do you do with fevers? Let me give you another chance. I rebuke them. I rebuke them. I rebuke them. How did he rebuke, rebuke it? Fever. Get out of this woman. And I thought, Jesus is talking to a fever. Then a question came to me. Can fevers hear? Why talk to something if they can't hear you? Huh? Jesus talked to a tree. Why talk to a tree? Can trees hear? Jesus talked to the wind and the waves. Why talk to the wind and the waves? Can they hear? He's talking to a fever and he's not being nice to it. He's rebuking it. He said, fever, you lousy stinking fever. Get out of this woman. Leave this woman. I said, can fevers hear? Jesus is talking to a fever. And I read the next phrase. I read the next phrase. He rebuked the fever and it left her. I said, yep, they can hear. <laughs> they can, it hurt him. Friend, this will change your life. This will change your life if you really let it get inside you. And then I had a revelation and I got excited. Sitting right there at my desk, I thought fevers can hear. Fevers can hear. Fevers can hear you. Tumors can hear. Tumors can hear. Growths can hear. Cancer can hear. Hallelujah. Not just the audible sound of your voice, but in the Spirit as well. When you put faith in your words and you say in Jesus' name, that thing, that growth, that disease, that problem hears you. Even inanimate objects hear you and respond to you. Did Jesus say you can do this? Did he say it? Did he say you can not only do this, which is done to this fig tree, but if you said to that mountain, be removed, be cast in the undersea and not doubt in your heart, but believe that what you say will come to pass, you will have what you say. Why? Because I'm your master, you're my follower. What I do, you do. I do it, you do it. I talk to trees, you talk to trees. I rebuke fevers, that's what you do. If I can do it, you can do this. I did this, you can do this. And you can do bigger things than this. You can do bigger things than this. Hallelujah. Wonder can bills hear. Wonder can funds and money hear. Huh? Worry, oppression, feelings, fear, tension. We need to be talking to things all the time in our life. Not just begging and crying and fasting. Yeah, pray. Spend time praying. Fellowship with God. Every good gift, every perfect gift comes from Him. Ask Him for any good thing and everything that you need. Ask. You have not because you ask not. But the bad stuff, it doesn't come from Him. He didn't put it there. The problems in the mountains in your way. And don't beg Him and try to get Him to do what He told you to do. Stand up. Don't hesitate. Look it in the eye and believe with every fiber of your being, it has to obey me. Why? Because I've been authorized. I've been authorized with the name of Jesus. I've been empowered with the name of Jesus. Say it out loud, I can do this. I can do this. Stand up on your feet, I can do this. I can do this. Oh, glory, I told you we're going to do some ruling and reigning right now. Ruling and reigning now. Hallelujah. 
This is going to happen in this auditorium and in every auditorium and in every place where this is being heard and watched. Glory to God. We're going to kill some cancers. And it makes me happy. We're going to kill some growths. We're going to do it. You watch. You think I'm kidding? We're going to do it. We, you will hear many reports. Many, many reports from this time right now. Right now. Where a growth died. Where cancer died. Hallelujah. <clears throat> We're going to all do it together. One to put a thousand to flight. Two what? How about all of us? These other hundred churches. Demons are scared of me. <laughs> this is why they're scared. You know, it's got to be frustrating that you work for year after year after year getting a good strong yoke in somebody's life. Sometimes it takes some decades to get real bondage. Get that yoke good and hard, get that burden good and heavy, and the anointing can destroy it in a second. Got to be frustrating. Are you ready? Hallelujah. Say it out loud. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Everybody, we're going to put our faith together. And once we say it, we're not going to doubt it. Once we say it, we're going to walk away from the tree. We don't care what the leaves look like. Once we say it, it's done. We have the right to say it. We can do this. We can do this. Say it out loud. Thank you, my Father God, that you have given me the name of Jesus. And the right to use the name. Thank you. That you've given me. Your mighty. Holy Spirit. He is in me now. He is on me now. The anointing is on me. I have power. And authority. Over all unclean spirits. To cast them out. I have power. I have authority over every manner of sickness, every manner of disease. In Jesus' name, they must obey me. I have power and authority from my Master who has all authority. In heaven and earth. He's given me authority. To rule. And reign. In my life. In this life. Through Christ. Okay, let's get ready. We're going to speak to tumors. And growths and cancers. If you, if you know that you've got one in your body, you talk to it. If, as far as you know, if you're clear and free, we are going to speak to every tumor and every growth that is in this building or that is in any other building watching by satellite or that is in any room of anybody watching on a TV or anybody listening to a tape later on. 
The word of the Lord does not weaken, does not fail. And when we speak to them, they will die. They will die. They will die. Sit out loud. Sit out loud. Tumors. I'm talking to you. Every tumor. Every growth. Everything. That ought not be there. In this room. In any other auditorium. In any room. In any body. I speak to you now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command you, die, die, die. I curse you from the roots. I sever your life supply from this moment. You wither. You dry up, you die, I decree you dead in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Somebody said, did it work? Did it work? Now, if you knew that you had a tumor or growth in your body, you give it a name tonight. You give it a new name. Dead. Somebody said, what is that? It's dead. Dead. Cannot grow in your body. It's dead. It's dead. It's dead. And if you believe it, it makes you happy. It makes you happy because it's dead. It's dead. It's dead. It's dead. Shh. So do, do we need to shout some more? Oh, no. It's done. Bible didn't say Jesus walked up to the fig tree and screamed and danced and jumped up and down and shouted for an hour. No, he said... You lying fig tree. I'm hungry. Nobody will ever eat a fig off of you again. Let's go, boys. You don't have to have a bunch of fanfare to walk by faith. You don't have to have a song and dance. You don't have to have fast organ music. No, nothing. What you do have to do is expect. Just have a calm, abiding knowing that when I get through uttering these words, this is a dead growth. It's dead. It's dead. I'm happy. Do you realize how many growths just died? Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right, this is not all. We're not through. Come on. Say that loud. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Cancer. Hear me, I speak to you now, every cancer, every form of cancer, 
in this room, in any auditorium, in any room, in any body, I command you right now, die, shrivel up, dry up, go away, dissipate, become nothing. I curse you, die now. Age, die. Stop being. Stop operating in those bodies. Die now. Hallelujah. 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 Now I don't have to call a call the specific name of it. Wherever you are, you know what's going on here. If I didn't call something specific, you call it under your breath right now, right now, and you curse that thing and you deal with it. <clears throat> Said out loud in Jesus' name. Jesus. Oppression, Oppression. Leave. leave. Be lifted off the minds. Off the soul. Oppression? Go. Be gone. Sorrow. Sadness. Heaviness. Be removed. Be gone. And be glad. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Grief is leaving people right now. Grief. Grief is going. Grief is going. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. You have power in Jesus' name to speak for destruction against a disease. You have power to speak for good. I want you us to do some things on our body right now. Say, in the name of Jesus. Put your hands on your body. This body is my temple and the temple of the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful for this body. I have authority over this body. Every organ, every muscle, every cell has to obey me for I rule by Jesus in my body. Lay your hands on your head. Head, be right. Mind, be strong. Be free. Be clear. Be loose and right. And at peace. I decree it in Jesus' name. Face, be normal. Eyes, be strong. Ears, be open. Hear, open in Jesus' name. Mouth, be healed. Tongue, throat, be free. Be normal. Be strong. Be healthy and work right. Hands, be healed. Be strong. Be right. Wrists, forearms, elbows, shoulders, be loosed. Bones, be strong. Muscles, be whole. Blood, be clean. Be right. Be strong. In Jesus' name.
Lay your hands on your chest. Hallelujah. Heart. Be clear. Be open. Be strong. Be right. Pump right. Work perfect. Work normally. Heart. Be right. Lungs. Be clear. Be clean. Be healthy. Be strong. In Jesus' name. Stomach. Intestines. Be clean. Be healed. Be free. Be right. Every gland. Every organ. Function right. Be healed. Be strong. Ligaments. Skin. Be clear. Be clean. Be whole. My whole body. From the top of my head. To the soles of my feet. Every part. I decree. Free from disease. Free from problems. I call you. Strong. Whole. And right. It has to be this way. And no other way. I say it in Jesus name. And expect it. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord said in Malachi, your words have been stout against me to some people. Confession means saying the same thing. Say, if he says you're healed, you say you're healed. He says you're free. You say you're free. And you don't say anything else. You don't say anything that contradicts that. So there have been some stout words said about finances and families and bodies. And we've already said some things, but let's say some more. Close your eyes. Say it out loud. Decree this over. This affects your future. In Jesus' name, name, I have a good family. family. My family is strong. My family is is tight-knit. My family is blessed of God. My family is protected. My family is blessed. My marriage is blessed. My occupation. I'm a success. I go from success to success. From victory to victory. I call every debt. Paid off. I call every bill. Paid in full. I call every need. Met. And more left over. I claim. Abundance. Of finances. Abundance. Of money. Out of the world system. Take your hands off my money. Satan go. Go, ministering spirits, ministering spirits, cause it to come in quickly. Money flows to me. I always have everything I need in every area. I never want for any good thing. And I abound to every good work. 
I am blessed. I'm strong in my spirit. Strong in my mind. Free in my body. Rich in my finances. I'm a blessing to people round about me. And all mine are blessed. I will finish my race. I will run my whole course and finish it with joy. I will do the will of God. I will see His face and hear well done for He helps me and He keeps me and He gets all the glory. Hallelujah. Put up your hands. Thank Him for it. Thank Him for it. Oh, praise you, Lord. 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 I rule and reign in life. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. For making me a king. Making me a ruler. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Now this is not just for church night one night. This is for every day. We need to practice this every day. Anything, any, anytime. We don't need any special anything. We see something that's not right. We say it right then. Correct. Be corrected. You get up and your body doesn't feel quite right. Talk to it then. That morning. Before your feet hit the floor. Right then. Alright lungs. Straighten up. Be clear. Your eye does something funny. I. You obey me. You're my eye. You'll do what I say. In Jesus name you will see right. See I. God made you to see and that's what you'll do. See. See. Well the money's kind of short. No the money is overflowing. The money is coming. Amen. What you say. If you say it and not doubt, but believe that what you say. Said out loud, Jesus, Jesus is, my is my example. The way he lived, the way he lived is, the way I live. is the way I live. The way he operated, the way he operated is the way, I operate. the way I operate. He had authority. He had authority. And, got and got all authority. In heaven, in heaven. and in earth. He's given me authority. And I rule and I reign in my life by His name, by His Spirit. Hallelujah. And demons are afraid of me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church. If you would like to help send this word to others at no charge, you can become a word sender today. For more information, visit our website at morelife.org.